It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to the. Uh, morning Report. The Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. We appreciate you being here this glorious Thursday morning. Uh, it is Friday Eve. Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you going to do something this weekend? My suggestion is, our suggestion here at FightBack Media and the Morning Report is, go do something this weekend. Don't just, don't just huddle in the house, uh, afraid to go out. Just, you know what? Put your damn mask on or whatever you got to do and just go do something. You know what I'm saying? Just friggin' screw it. Go do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm really, you know, it was funny. I was having this conversation with uh, one of my client's parents and, um, and, 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 and it came to me to say this. You know, it's like, I don't know when my breaking point is, but I think everybody has one. I think everybody has, has a, a breaking point where they're just going to say, Screw it. Whatever. You know, I don't care. And, and you know what? And the masks are going to drop on the ground or get thrown in the trash. And people are just going to be out. You know, say if I get COVID, I get COVID. If I die, I friggin' die. You know, I, I, because I can't keep living like this. I can't be, I can't keep living in a um, in encased in, in 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 fear and doubt and worry, just can't keep living like this. And I think everybody's going to have their breaking point. Now it's not going to come all come come on the same day. We're not going to have one of those moments where people start yelling out of their windows, "I'm mad as hell. I ain't gonna ta- I'm not going to take it anymore." I don't think that's going to happen. But it's going to start. It's going to start happening a little bit by little bit. And as it starts to happen, more people will go. Ah, screw it. So in the meantime. The forces that be are going to try to put as much pressure on you as they can. They're going to have to try to crush as much hope and um, a, as they can. They're going to have to make it impossible for you to know about uh, hydroxychloroquine or anything else that shows up as a possible therapeutic for COVID-19 that would ma- that that'll make you go, well, okay, well, I guess it's not as bad as it you know what as they say. I guess here in Hillsborough County, where I live, right now. The survival rate, we ain't talking about the death rate, we're talking about the survival rate. The survival rate is 98.8%. 98.8% of the people who've been, who they say have been diagnosed with COVID-19 are somehow magically, mysteriously, um, I don't know, still alive. So we're doing all this for uh, a virus that most people... Most people who, who get it, shake it off, walk away from. You know, in my county where I live, um, of the you know what of our population of 1.4 million people, we have had 0.025 percent of people actually contract the virus. This hard. This, this virus is hard to find. If only 0.025 percent 
of people in my county, of Hillsborough County, in you know have 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 even contracted the virus. No, that is statistically nobody. So now, yes, people have it for sure, but statistically nobody has this. Point zero two five zero percent of people in my county have actually contracted the virus, been tested positive. That includes all the the false positives. That's in, that includes all the times where somebody tested positive um, who didn't actually get tested. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I mean that includes all of it. Still only 0.025% of people in my county have actually tested positive for COVID-19. Which is almost nobody. Not a percent, not 3%, a 4% of people, almost nobody has it. What the hell are we doing? We're talking about it today. That's what we're, that's what we're doing. We are talking about it today. My name is Willie Lawson. This is the Morning Report here on <laughs> a production of, I almost said Blog Talk Radio, uh, a, a production, and I think we're on Blog Talk Radio too. I think we're, I, I think we're RSSing, are we, aren't we RSSing these? Hang on, what? Yeah, I think we're RSSing these to Blog Talk Radio as well, I believe. Uh, I believe, <laughs> isn't that a uh, uh, Ray Charles song? Yeah, I think so. But in case, I think that we are doing that. So we we are we may be there on Blog Talk Radio as well, too. You know what everybody's saying as well? You know, we're doing this as well. Yeah, just use the word too. Also. Or also. As well. Anyway. Phrases. <laughs> Phrases that are irritating the crapola out of me <laughs> in, the, in the COVID era. Yep, I believe that. I believe we are. We've got some morning reports up on. We have got some morning reports up. So I believe we are. RSS seeing some some feeds up that direction. So maybe we need to do a refresh, I think. Yeah, looks like we need to do a refresh. We'll do that after we're done here um, this morning. Again, thank you again for coming to the morning report. My name is Willie Lawson. We'll be back right after these messages. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Bloomingdale's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop, at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813 933 942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com.
One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com A website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. Yeah, baby. Come on, it's Friday Eve. Come on, I know you're sitting there doing the shoulder, little shoulder dance. <laughs> yes, indeed, the greatest bumper music of any podcast in America today. Here on the Morning Report. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, let's go ahead and hop right on in to this mess. And it is a mess. Um, the NYPD, the New York Police Department, uh, are now understaffed. And especially for what this, um, you know, this whole, uh, this mandatory quarantine so if you if you're from like Florida, if you're from where I am, if I were to fly to New York, I can't even imagine why I would. What the hell? Anyway, then they would tell me that I would have to be under a a mandatory 14 day quarantine before I would be able to walk the mean, dangerous ass streets of New York. I mean, come on, really? And of course, when they come up with these great these great ideas, I think now Rhode Island is on that list too. Rhode friggin' Island, you know who lives in Rhode Island? The Griffins from Family Guy live in friggin' Quahog, Rhode Island. The Griffins, Peter and uh, Peter Griffin lives in Rhode Island. Are, are you kidding me? Um, but they're on the list now. If you come from Rhode Island into into New York, you have to be put on a 14-day mandatory quarantine. Members of the NYPD received a memo alerting them of the news less than an hour before Mayor um, Bill de Blasio announced that he was setting checkpoints to enter New York City. Checkpoints. Hell, I mean, I'm sure they got checkpoints to, to beg people to stay. People are getting out of there like it's freaking bug tussle, Tennessee. They they load up the truck and they're moving to wherever the hell he. Okay. Um, the memo states that off-duty volunteers will be assigned to Penn Station or Port or the Port Authority bus terminal. These are major ends of the city. Uh, you go to, to the airport and then you get on one of these buses or trains or whatever, and you go into the city, right? Now, <clears throat> there are police officers going to be stationed there at these points. So th- Now, they, they don't have enough police officers, by the way. 
to do all this stuff and to watch their city burn, too. They don't have enough police officers. So civilian members of the NYPD who, who volunteer will be tasked with collecting forms from out-of-state travelers and, quote, reminding them uh, that of the required 14-day self-quarantine. The NYPD civilian staff, made up of two to the 20,000 volunteers, was heavily impacted by the pandemic. Nearly three dozen of these volunteers died from the virus. 36, almost 36, out of 20,000. Because New York is doing such a great friggin' job. They're, I mean, they're the model of how if you want to kill a bunch of people, this is how you do it. Oh, I'm sorry, Alshi Fauci? Did I say that wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say that wrong. That That's exactly wrong. But in any case, um, the current tra- travel advisory in New York includes 34 states and Puerto Rico. So New York has decided, I mean, Florida was on their list to start with because we they were on ours. Um, but now it's 34 states, including Puerto Rico. Those who are found breaking the mandatory quarantine could face hefty fines and even jail time, where they put you in a jail with a whole bunch of other people, right up close, face to face, sweating, trading each other spit and their sweat, because that's the way you kill a bunch of people who break your laws. Anyway, um, and pay hefty fines. You just, or, or, or you can just leave. It's like when you get a, a parking ticket from somewhere. Just leave. You, you, you take that parking ticket, you pretend you never saw it, and you drive away never to darken their door again. That's how you do that. Um, the current travel advisory, of course, 34 states and Puerto Rico, those who are found breaking the law, breaking the mandatory quarantine, could face hefty fines and even jail time. These are certain exemptions. In, there are certain exemptions in place for essential workers based on the time in the state. De Blasio on Wednesday warned that the city would be cracking cracking down on those who violate the order along uh, New York excuse me, along New York City Sheriff Joseph uh, Fusito who leads the task force on enforcing the order. The Port Authority Police Department which monitors the bus terminals in Penn Station in addition to several bridges and tunnels did not detail what duties they may be tasked with under the new policy. Instead, a spokesman for the Port Authority Police Department directed reporters to the city for comment. It's an on-hand, all-hands-on-deck mission to hold the line and keep the keep transmission low, a city hall spokesman told the Post. We're leveraging every possible resource at our disposal to maximize our tracing efforts. All right. Screw New York. How about that? I said it. I don't care. Come at me, New York. Screw you. A couple of days ago, you heard there was a, a in Beirut, Lebanon, a, a humongous explosion. Just a massive explosion. Killed about 100 people. Uh, and I think that toll, that toll is still increasing and injuring thousands. Thousands. Lebanese officials said the blast came from a, dig this, 2,750-ton stockpile of ammonium nitrate that was, stored at the port, that was stored at the port. They were just storing 2,700 tons 
of ammonium nitrate. Now, if you remember, I mean, if, if, if ammonium nitrate sounds familiar to you, it's what the idiots use when they blew up um, the, um, the federal building in Oklahoma City. But they used two tons. And it caused the damage that you saw. Loss of life, 166, including, including, including kids. These morons had 2,750 tons. Tons of it. Stockpiled down at the port. Who does that? Who the hell does that? What kind of mor what kind of morons? I, I mean I'm just gonna say. But here's here's one of the stories. Hezbollah hoarded the fertilizer that blew up in Beirut. They planned on using it against who else? Israel, in a quote nuclear style attack. <laughs> I know I shouldn't laugh because people died. People are going to be maimed and, and, and injured forever. Now, what's interesting is that the leftist, primarily leftist, um, reaction to this is to come out on the side of, of Arab, uh, you know, of, of the Arab well world. And again, supporting terrorist organizations like Hezbollah. That's what they, I mean, that's what they do. Here's how you can help them. Here's how you can help the poor, pitiful people. Of, uh, of 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 Beirut. Well, they could have helped themselves by not letting Hezbollah store twenty seven hundred tons of ammonium nitrate down by the port. I mean, it was a disaster waiting to happen. This was this was going to happen sooner or later. That's all. I mean, that's all there is to it. You do something that irresponsible, that ridiculous. You know, it was bound to happen. Hezbollah kept. Um, three metric tons of ammonium nitrate, the explosive thought to be behind the mega blast in Beirut this week, in a storehouse in London, until MFI, until until um, MI5 and the London Metropolitan Police found it in 2015. Hmm. Lebanese terrorist group also stored hundreds of kilograms of ammonium nitrate in southern Germany, which were uncovered earlier this year. Hmm. Uh, the Iran-backed terrorists kept the explosives in thousands of ice packs in four properties in northwest London, according to the report in the Telegraph last year. The ice pack deception tactic was used in, in Germany as well, or two. Uh, further, Hezbollah leader Hassan Nusrallah once explained how it could be useful in blowing up ports in Israel. Hezbollah leader Nansan Nurazlitz threatened in the past to destroy Israel by causing a massive explosion in the port of Haifa using ammonium ta- ammonia, ammonia tanks that he said would be like a nuclear explosion. In addition, in addition Hezbollah allegedly sought to acquire ammonium nitrate via Syria since 2009 and tried to infiltrate the agriculture ministry in Lebanon to do so, according to leaked diplomatic cables. Um, in February, on February 16th, 2016, Nesrallah said that the ammonia uh, is stored in Haifa, said that it's 15,000 tons of gas. Haifa and the explosion there might cause deaths of tens of thousands of people. The expert added that that is exactly like a nuclear bomb. 
In other words, Me- uh, Lebanon has a nuclear bomb, and that's not an exaggeration. Nasrallah laughs and says, uh, in, you know, in, in this video that's on actually the website, this is not an exaggeration. Nasrallah laughs and says in, in the video, noting that Hezbollah refraining from striking the ammonia in 2006 war. Nasrallah told his audience that with several missiles, his terror group could set off ammonia, the same impact of a nuclear weapon. He said that he consulted experts and that 800,000 people would be uh, would be affect, affected and tens of thousands killed. In February 2017, he made another speech mentioning ammonia stored in Haifa. This is this ammonium nitrate stored in in Beirut. Same stuff stored by you know what by Hezbollah around the world. And guess what? We find out they're morons, and they killed a bunch of people, and they've killed over a hundred people in Lebanon already. Originally, they I mean tried to come out and tried to blame Israel, but you know, the truth has come out. This was, this was Hezbollah's bomb. What do you think? What do you think? And you can tell me by going to www.fightbackmedia.com, scrolling down to the contact, um, the contact screen, put your information in, drop in a note. Love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of um, the Morning Report right after these messages. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Days Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942. And at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. Fight Back Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on the morning report. And now it's time for The Bryce Is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, 
Capitalism versus socialism. Do you know the difference? I originally wrote this piece in March 2019 and was pleasantly surprised by the flurry of questions I received regarding the differences between capitalism and socialism. High schools simply do not teach the differences between these two important subjects, hence the interest in my article. So much so, I produced a free mini-poster to show the differences, which you can get through my website at timbrice.com. As these two opposing philosophies are key to the upcoming elections in November, I decided to rerun it herein and included it in my latest book, Before You Vote, Know How Your Government Works. First, what is it? First, as to capitalism, it's a socioeconomic system based on private ownership of the means of production and operates for profit. It encourages independence and the rights of the individual over the group. The individual is allowed to try and endeavor, including the development, marketing, and support of products and services for public consumption. The individual is allowed to keep and enjoy the fruits of his or her labors. As to socialism, it is a socioeconomic system based on state ownership of the means of production, not driven by profit. It encourages state dependency and the rights of the group over the individual. The state dictates what products and services are to be developed and who shall produce them. Each person works for the state, not individually, and receives compensation in the form of shared wealth and free services. It's a pseudo-utopia. Next, let's consider how this affects the economy. In terms of capitalism, it believes in a free economy based on private buyers and sellers. Competition flourishes and causes natural evolution of products and services through market demand. It's akin to Darwin's natural selection. Consumers feel free to choose the products and services they want. In terms of socialism, economy is controlled by the state. Little, if any, competition. Buyer has fewer choices to make. In terms of class structure, capitalism has three levels upper, middle, and lower classes. The middle class powers the economy through purchasing power. Socialism has two levels, a state worker class, also known as master-slave. No middle class, no economic engine, a redistribution of the wealth, and workers become wards of the state. In terms of effect on the individual, in capitalism, independence encourages personal initiative and work ethic. More earning power, but individual assumes risk. Enjoys protection of intellectual property, such as patents, copyrights, trade secrets, and so on. Employment will experience up and downs due to economic conditions. As to socialism, it discourages personal initiative. Everyone wins, in other words. There's no super rich. Compensation is evenly distributed among workers. Earning power is limited. Individual assumes no risk. The intellectual property is owned by the state, not by the individual, and employment is guaranteed. And finally, the effect on government. In terms of capitalism, personal independence requires freedom and equal rights in order to function. It requires less bureaucracy, smaller government. It flourishes under a republic with democratically elected representatives. In terms of socialism, it creates a dependency on the state which requires more bureaucracy, a larger government, through regulation as the state controls everything, including food, education, housing, communications, health care, energy, transportation, and so on. 
It hinders rights and loss of liberty, encourages autocratic rule, and you have less freedom. Whereas Republicans tend to embrace capitalism, Democrats tend to embrace socialism, which helps explain the significant void between the two parties. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the Internet at TimBryce.com. Fight Back Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on The Morning Report. And now it's time for The Bryce is Right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.